0: In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated.
1: Testing one, two, three. We've got a complete system failure, obviously. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Nothing's nothing's coming through. All right. <coughs> it this way. I speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Easter Sunday, here we are again. We all know the story. Jesus is crucified. Jesus dies. Jesus is in the tomb for three days. On the third day, he rises up. He sees his shadow and turns into a rabbit and lays chocolate eggs. (laughs) Thank you for laughing. <laughs> we all know that's not the story. The story is the rising from the dead on the third day, and this is
0: the, e- the first Easter. This creates the Christian religion. There is no... Ah, there we go. There is no Christianity without resurrection. And so if, if there is no resurrection, there is no point to all of this. And I know that that's a bit of a hard sell in the modern world, hard to believe that you know a guy who was dead would just get back up and then of course wouldn't even behave like a resuscitated corpse would properly behave, didn't even have the decency to stick around and die properly. Um, and so there were these appearances and these narratives where well, we saw him and then he disappeared and then he came through the walls and, and there's all this sort of weird crazy stuff. And that is the foundation of this religion, which makes this religion kinda hard to believe for most modern people in the West these days. Um, fascinating, the, uh, the outcry of, the, of the, um, the fire of Notre Dame, um, because again, it's a monument to Christianity. Yes, it's about France, but it's also about Christianity, and it is a sacred space. What makes it sacred? This crazy religion, based on this crazy belief that a man was raised from the dead. Now it's hard to believe, but then of course, what does it mean? Why is it important? Even if you can believe it, even if you say, well, God can do anything, why can't God do that? We don't know, so we might as well assume that God can do whatever God wants, why not that? And just leave it at that. But then it still doesn't mean anything. Okay, God did a weird thing. So, what? So, if we really want to understand the heart of the Christian religion, we have to say what the resurrection means. And I, you know, for the purpose of an Easter sermon, I have to boil it down. There's a lot. You can spend years reading about it and meditating on, on it and philosophizing about it. But there's only two things I want you to take away today about what the resurrection means. First one, death is not the end. Second one, love wins. That's really all you need to know. Death is not the end, and love wins. And now let me ask you, how easy is that to believe? If it's hard to believe that a man was raised from the dead, how hard is it also to believe that death is not the end? If we really believe that death was not the end, we would live differently. We wouldn't be afraid of dying. We wouldn't be afraid of, of, of doing the right thing no matter what the cost. We are afraid of the cost of doing the right thing, and so we don't. I mean, we can't even cut down on our gas and food consumption. You know, what do you mean, take away my cheese? Uh, how, why would I do that for the sake of humanity? Right? And so we have a hard enough time with that. But imagine being a journalist in Russia, being an environmentalist in Central America or Alberta. <laughs> Sorry, that was a cheap shot. I apologize. I love my Albertan friends, (laughs) but the point is, being a whistleblower, who would be a whistleblower against giant corporations, governments, military? Who would do that if they believed that death was the end? If death is the end, there's there's nothing worth giving your life for, period. So keep your life, and ultimately that undermines all of morality. If there's nothing worth giving your life for, then why do anything other than serve yourself? If this is it, if death is the end, have as much fun until you die. The Keith Ridgers philosophy of life, right? And it's working for him, apparently. So if that's, if that's the conclusion, if, if this is all there is, then it leads to a certain set of consequences in terms of how we live our lives, the values by which we live them, and how we treat each other. Because if this life is all I've got, then get out of my way, because I'm going to get everything I can while I'm here. Only if this life is not the end, then I'm prepared to sacrifice. There are some things I will never ever do, no matter how gratifying or fun they may be, because they are just wrong because I know in my bones that my deepest longing for human community and for the way we should be as human beings is in a different direction. Even if I'm the only one doing it and no one else seems to be, then it's still worth it because this life is not all there is. Death is not the end. And love wins. Does love really win? When you look around at the world, do you see love winning? Well, sometimes a little bit, maybe, here and there. But then, of course, when you look around in other places, you go, love did not win. People are still suffering. People are still, the good ones are still hurting. The bad ones still seem to be getting their way. Do we really believe that love wins? So I ask you, what's harder? To believe that death is not the end and love wins? Or to believe that a man rose from the dead? So for me they're about the same. It's all of a package, and it's all tied up together. So when I say the Lord is risen indeed, I mean death is not the end, and I mean that love wins, and I mean that even when I can't feel it, even when I read the paper and I lose heart, I say to myself, this is not the end. God is at work even if I can't see it. Maybe my experience is of a Good Friday moment or a Holy Saturday moment when Jesus is dead and buried and it's done and I cannot see any good that comes out of this situation. Maybe that's where I am, but as a Christian I say I am not going to lose hope because love wins, because death is not the end. So when we say these weird words and remember these crazy things and reenact them liturgically as we do, we are really saying something fundamental about our approach to the universe, to human society, to what we are doing as a species. We are saying that God is with us, that God hasn't given up on us, and that God can do things that are bigger than we can ask or imagine, even if we don't see them. So, hallelujah, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia.